Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Hello all, and welcome to this week's episode of the Finside Scoop podcast. I am your co-host, Ricky Barton, alongside me is Hunter CV and our producer, Gerard. Hunter, we, we fought hard, man. We fought hard. Um, our offense is, is looking pretty abysmal, but we fought till the end. We made it a game out of it, and some people might say we're a pass interference call away from being two and one as opposed to being one and two. I mean, what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on the game last week? Um, well, I think, yes, we probably, the pass interference could have been called, but there's way other, more other things that can, uh, determine that determine the, the loss for us. I, I feel like our, our play calling is not great at times. Um, Wait, not great. Wait, I thought that running a, a wide receiver screen on your one inch line is a good play call. Yeah. It's the best ever. I mean, <laughs> Especially like, okay, like if you're gonna run a screen, like why are you running it like to the widest? Why are you throwing it to the widest guy out and like with no blockers, no anything? He was just one on one, and you throw a high pass, and it's just it was it was terrible from there. Um, yeah, so we got a safety on that. That was terrible. Um, entering the fourth quarter, we only had like a hundred yards passing, which which isn't what we want obviously um i think i'm ready to go on the record saying um it's time to trade for deshaun watson oh you're gonna go there i i think i am because i mean i love tua we both defend him with our with our hearts we we both love him we we think he, he it's got what it takes, but I, I think we need, if we want to compete with like the, the bills and the, the other teams in the AFC, I think it's time. We uh, I think it's time we make that move and make a huge splash. No pun intended. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's time and it, it will spark our offense because our defense is, has been playing really well. It's just our offense has been, has been stagnant. Right? Yeah. I, I feel you on that. And the thing is like, I mean, I agree with you. In a perfect world, Deshaun Watson isn't accused of 25 sexual assaults. Yeah. And we would probably already have him on our team. Right. I mean, because he didn't want to play in Houston, right? And then all the shit hits the fan, and all of a sudden, now he's like a sexual predator. I don't know. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, but it doesn't right. look great for the guy. He's a top-five quarterback in the NFL on our team currently constructed – with the defense, with the pieces in place, minus not really a great offensive line, we are a contender coming out of the AFC, and we can contend with the Bills if Deshaun Watson is on our team. I believe you. I agree with you. The thing with Tua, he has talent. He's had unlucky injuries. He can't he, – you know, he's having a tough time staying healthy. I mean, it's not – I mean, I guess it's not the guy's fault. I think he has talent. And I don't want to give up on him yet. I hate this day and age in, in NFL and football where everyone's so impatient. Like, we gave Ryan Tannehill eight mediocre years, right? I mean, right. The, our best season, he wasn't even playing. We had Matt Moore finish the season. I mean, we made it to the playoffs and got absolutely devoured by the Steelers. So it's like, 
we need a guy that's elite at quarterback, someone right. you can be excited about. And another thing that just really upsets me to my core is how amazing, <laughs> how amazing Justin Herbert is because we, he had, we had him right in front of us. We had him, we could have had him. He's six, five rocket arm moves around, probably going to be a hall of famer. And we're probably going to think about it for the next 15 years. How, if we would have just taken him instead of Tua, we would be a perennial playoff team. But we can't think like that. It's over. It's done with. But if we get to Sean Watson, that solves all those problems. So Exactly. I mean, But even if we get to Sean Watson, what happens? What happens? Because he's not going to play this year. The, the legal proceedings are going to take place probably in 2022. He, so we trade for him. We give him five picks. And then what? He sits out next year? Like, you know what I'm so saying? So I saw something that said that as of right now, he, he's allowed to play. If we trade for him, yeah. he can play right now. Yes, I, I did know that. That's what I was saying, though. But, like, right, we're going right. to give up five picks. And, and then he's going to get able to play. He can go to jail for 10 years. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. But, yeah. anyway, um, we did fight. I, I, I believe Jacoby Brissett gives us, um, gives us a, a chance in games like that because of his veteran, like, leadership and presence. Um, but – once we went into overtime, I, I, I thought we were going to win. We, like, stormed back. We, we had, like, a nice, like, couple drives to tie the game and then, like, go into overtime. And then we, like, get a stop after they, like, drove down the field. And I was like, wow, we're about to win this. Yep. And then – I didn't think we'd get that stop. And then we, we got the stop. We were moving the ball, getting in – get like, got in range. And we had chances, man. Will Fuller was definitely pass interference. Um, I mean, we're a couple plays from two and one instead of one and two. It looks a lot better. And it, right. we got a tough game against a desperate, desperate Indianapolis Colts team next week. I mean, they're, they're zero and three, they were supposed to be pretty good. So that game makes me nervous. I mean, we could definitely win the game, but they're going to be fighting the fighting their, their butts off. And to uh, me it's so going to be a must win. It is a must win. We have to win. I mean, cause there's a lot of games in our, in our, season that maybe seemed like they would be a lot easier than they are. Um, for example, like we play the, we play the Panthers when before the season, you think that's a pretty easy game, but now, I mean, the Panthers look solid. And I mean, even like we play the Falcons, the Falcons are 0 and three, they're not very good, but you can't hey, really they, tell me. They if won we, last week. I picked them. You did. Nice pick, huh? <laughs> and uh, we'll get into our picks in a sec, but um, we're riding the jets under until probably week 18. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah man i mean i was proud of the effort they made an interesting game jacoby Brissett, he fought back he made some plays at the end so i'm not you know all is not lost we played hard we must win next week so we'll leave it at that we're one and two we're moving on to week four we got a a big game against the colts we got big rick coming into town tomorrow we're going to guns and roses on saturday it's going to be another big weekend for the boys but um Let's get into just just a couple other games if you want right. to, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was say that. How, yep. How about we shout out the legendary Justin Tucker from '66 <laughs> to save our picks off the crossbar, dude? Bounces in. I swear to God, that ball was in the air for five minutes. Well, like uh, it looked <laughs> like he it looked like he crushed it, and then it like yeah. And then it hit the crossbar, and I was like, no way. He missed. They lost the Lions. Yep. And yep. It bounced in. Dude. Yeah, that was, that was wild. <laughs> for, the, for the win, um, 
for the win and for the record too. That that was pretty wild. Probably shouldn't have been that close, regardless. But no, hey, we'll take it. But hey, I mean, six and one on the week. I I, I went I went undefeated last week. You were a couple of plays away from the Chiefs winning and you're being and just having just a clean sweep. So right. Hunter, is there like what's hotter than a pistol? That's my question. Lava I mean, like <laughs> he said he said lava, dude. Uh, but like, yeah, we're hotter than we're we're like hot as liquid magma. Like <laughs> we are blazing. And we're going to continue to blaze. I mean, we told you the first episode when we started making picks, if you like to make money, you're going to follow the podcast. You're going to listen to us because moving forward, we're not going to post our picks until after, after kickoff, because we're not going to let you guys sandbag us and not listen to the podcast, but just use us for our, uh, for our picks. We need you to listen to the content too. We got some good content here on the Finside scoop and we're moving into uh, a week four and we're just absolutely crushing it. Um, I mean, I think the Dolphins was the game of the week as far as like game goes, right? But that or um, 49ers not, Packers. That was sick. Not yeah. to toot my own horn, but pretty sure I called it how I saw it with the uh the Rams Bucks game. Yeah. Right? I mean, you sometimes you just know. Uh and the Rams are a contender. They literally pretty much controlled the game like from the start best to finish. Team, probably. Yeah. I mean, all the really good teams are have losses now, um, right. pretty pretty much. So the Rams are the best undefeated team. The Rams Cardinals next week that'll be a good one. We'll see yep. um, who can come out of that. But um, anything else? Any other thoughts? I mean, the Bills are rolling. Um, the Chiefs are facing some adversity. The I mean, hilarious stat: Justin Fields <laughs> and um, you Matt know Nagy he has to get fired. He's terrible. He's got to be the worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, he, he is atrocious. Offense. How is that even possible? So the funniest stat of the day, definitely Justin Fields, 68 yards passing, got sacked like nine times. He lost 67 yards pass. He's he lost 67 yards. So he had a net of one yard. One yard, dude. How's it even so possible? Like, so like someone asked him, hey, how you, how'd you play, Justin? Hey, I had one yard. I had one yard, not even plural. I had one yard of net offense. Just so. throw a screen and hope to gain yards, dude. Anything. What dude. a QB sneak. Dude, some people were saying that he did it on purpose because I think he did it on purpose. But they, <laughs> they, they, were, they were saying that he did it on purpose because he just wants everyone to, to understand that he's like the smartest guy in the world and that there's a reason he was playing Andy Dalton over Justin Fields. Right. So – they were saying he did it on purpose and they were just calling terrible plays and not doing it. Just like giving, shocked. yeah, giving the Bears if, uh, Andy Dalton's pocket. Yeah, I'll be shocked if Matt Nagy's on the on the staff by uh, week six. Yeah. He, um, he's going to be on the staff right now, but I'll, I'll be shocked if he's still on the staff. Um, he's terrible. Anyway, we have, a, uh, we have a special guest coming on to the podcast. You want to introduce him, Rick? Hunter, I thought you'd never ask. So I know we're, we're a new time podcast. You know, this is, this is, you know, our, I believe it's, you know, our fourth episode or whatever it is, fifth episode. We're brand new. How many podcasts do you know that 
have NFL players on current 53 men rosters back to back weeks. Hunter, do you, I mean, do you have any like new podcasts that have NFL players back to back weeks? Uh, I haven't heard any. I'm not going to lie. Haven't heard any. So. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we're pretty elite. It's, it's about time. We need, we need everyone to start tuning in. We got a lot of, uh, a lot of positive messaging. People like the content, like Hunter and I's banter. I mean, we've been, we've been doing the same banter for 20 years now. So I think, I think, you know, we're, we're pretty good at it, but um, yeah. So I'll introduce our guest. So our guest coming up is a good, really good friend of mine. He um, lived in my building when I lived in Kansas city, he is a linebacker for the Kansas city chiefs. His name is Dorian O'Daniel. He's been a player for them. He gets, he, you know, big special teams guy, rotational linebacker player. He won uh, a national championship at Clemson with Deshaun Watson played on that team, started a linebacker and obviously won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. So he is, uh, yeah, he's the man. He, he's killing it right now. It's a contract year for him, so it's his last contract of his rookie deal or his last year of his rookie deal. Um, so we'll see where it goes from here. But without further ado, let's get into it with my boy, Chiefs linebacker, Dorian O'Daniel. All right. So very special guest today. Dear friend of mine, uh, Chiefs linebacker, Dorian O'Daniel. Dorian, I appreciate you hopping on the pod. He just let us know this is his first official podcast visit. So we are absolutely crushing it with NFLers, first podcasts here. Dorian, how are we feeling tonight, man? How you doing? Feeling good, man. Ready to bounce back after this uh, this L we took, you know what I mean? But um, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm healthy, and um, I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you, man. So yeah, we'll get right into it. So I mean, we could start off right there. It, I, does it does it feel like the sky is falling in Kansas City? It's your first, the first time you've had a losing record. I mean, granted, it's it's week three. We just finished week three, but first time that the Chiefs have had a losing record in I think Andy Reid's era. Does it feel like the sky is falling? Like, what's the buzz in the locker room? What's the buzz in the in the city? Nah, I mean, maybe from the outside looking in, um, some fans might be thinking that the false the sky is falling, but. Uh... Yeah, we're just training. We're just moving forward. You know what I mean? We are learning from our mistakes and uh, we're not panicking. That's rule number one with anything. You know that just as well as yep. never panic. <laughs> so yes. um, I think I think guys in the locker room are buying into that and we'll, we'll, we'll be just fun. Especially yeah. when you've got that guy, that guy named Patrick Mahomes on your team. Yeah, so. You know what I mean? So can't panic with that guy. <laughs> can't panic. Yes, sir. He, uh, yeah, he doesn't seem worried at all. He, I, I feel like him and he, you guys kind of obviously following his lead, but um, he's not worried at all. I mean, you guys have faced adversity before. I think the, the year I worked there, you know, he got hurt. You lost at home to the Colts. You lost, you know, you had, um, I think Matt Moore came in. You lost at, at home to the Packers. What, what was, like, you guys, you know, there was a lot of adversity, and then that was the year you won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it, it's, it's very doable to do the same exact thing. You got all the pieces in place. Real quick. I, w- I just saw the Josh Gordon signing. Like, what's the what are you guys' thoughts on that, Brendan Josh? Um, I like the signing. Uh, know too much of it or about it. Um, yeah, I think that it's always helpful to have you know another receiver on deck. Um, right now, you know, I'm sure he's just trying to figure everything out with the team and it's a whole new ordeal. You know what I mean? I can only imagine yep. all the stuff he's going through, but uh, we'll we'll see how that plays out. I'm excited for it. I mean. Uh, it was dope. Coach Reed was like, or not, not Coach Reed, one of our defensive coaches. He was like, because obviously he's working with the scout team right now. 
So he's like, isn't it pretty cool to say that a guy that we're, that's giving us a look led the NFL in receiving yards at one point? We were out like, <laughs> Absolutely. Fire. Yeah, it's pretty fire. You so guys are loaded. Him, he's, a beast. He's, he's a beast. As long as yeah. he can, as long as he can do what he does, he's 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 nice. I mean, and like the thing is, just be smarter with it. I think I think the whole thing in the NFL is like once you get caught like smoking weed for the first time, it's like you know then they're keeping their eyes on you. I mean, you know, just be smart. Obviously, you know he's got to be perfect now. But I, I saw like. Um, I saw like there was like a picture of him or something. He looks absolutely shreddy. Looks like he's in great shape. So that'll be a good addition for you guys. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I just picked him up in fantasy. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> let's uh, let's. I think there get... was other uh, an agenda <laughs> behind that, <laughs> dude. Absolutely, I gave him a bid in fantasy. He was my number one waiver. I'm like, listen, he's he's a stud. If he can just keep his nose clean and just like worry about football. He, he could be an asset in the best offense in the league, but um, right. and he'll be he'll be like a third or fourth option too. So just like you said, the guy that led the league in receiving at one point is going to be a third option on the, on the best offense in the NFL. Like that's that's crazy. Yep. All right, cool. So I want to talk a little bit more about Dorian specifically. Guy's an absolute beast. So high school state champion, college football national champion. Super Bowl champion. There's one of what's the number, Dorian? I mean, you know it. What? How many people have done that? Um, I want to say four. Four. Four people ever in, in the history of the game of football. It's 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 less. It's you know less than five people in the game of football history. The annals of the game of football. There there have been less than five people that have won a state high school high school state championship, a college national championship. In a Super Bowl championship, the guy's a beast. He's a winner. Um, Dorian, what's your favorite saying? It's already written, baby. It's already written. It's already written. Merch. We got that dropping soon. Shout out that. But my main question is, man, you've you've accomplished the highest levels of accomplishments you can have as a football player. So where do you personally? Where do you go from here? Like, what what's next for you? What do you hope to accomplish from here? Um, that's a good question because I ask myself that all the time. You know, it's uh tricky staying motivated whenever you've accomplished something that um probably ninety percent of college athlete or any athlete aspire to do in this field of sport. You know what I mean? So um, yep. I don't take I don't take it for granted at all. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored. It took a lot of hard work and a lot of luck to be honest. I'd be lying if I said it didn't. But um it's not about what you've done. It's about what you're doing um, in, in any aspect or any career, honestly. So um, I think the way I chop it up is, you know, the national championship and the state championship and then the Super Bowl. Those were all great team accomplishments. You know what I mean? But now it's like, okay, intrinsic motivation. What What is going to satisfy me? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I feel like it's really just taking that next step in my football career. You know what I mean? Being yep. uh, that linebacker player, I playmaker, I know I am, you know what I mean? So for sure, uh, I think that's what's next for me as far as, um, you know, what would I uh, do it for? Or what keeps me motivated? Yep. And we talk about that. We have that conversation all the time, man. And, uh, all the time. Yeah. And, and we both, 
know you're that player. Like your athleticism at the position is, is elite. And um, so we talk about it too, but I mean, and this kind of leads into my next point and we've had this discussion. So I think I know the answer, but for like our viewers, um, you know, what would you say is is the most difficult and challenging part about being a player in the NFL and not just a player, like you've had your, your, your role in special teams, you make impacts on every single game, but what's the most difficult part about being in the NFL and then making that transition into being like a full-time starter? Um, a lot of responsibility, you know, um, thankfully I came from, um, a great program in Clemson, you know what I mean? Um, preparing me for that transition, you know, uh, I feel like we ran things not like an NFL organization, but the right way. So, um, and then landing in a great organization like the Chiefs, it was with a great coach, you know, it wasn't a hard follow-up um, for me, you know what I mean? So I kind of just took it in stride and adjusted on the go, you know. The speed of the game is um, it's a little bit faster, you know what I mean? But it's the X's and O's and the little details that matter and is what's going to separate you because, you know, you're not playing against, like – uh, a Heisman finalist, you're playing against Tom Brady. You're playing against Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You know what I mean? Guys <laughs> that yeah. can, can make these crazy throws and can outsmart you by doing whatever vet savvy tricks, you know what I mean, they have up their sleeve. So um, yep. I would just say doing the little things right um, and just being professional, you know what I mean? No one's going to tell you um what to do you know what I mean you're an adult and is it a profession it's a professional sport they're going to treat it like such so it's yep. really falls on you to adapt and adjust all day and it's crazy because you talk about like Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady two of the best quarterbacks of all time all of those elite guys and the worst thing about playing defense is you could be perfectly in position you oh, get yeah. to be doing exactly what you're supposed to be yeah. you're playing exactly how you were taught and they will still make the throw that is just like it's like you an FU. It's just yeah, exactly. You're gonna be like, damn, like, and <laughs> it's, it's crazy because like even on the sidelines, you know what I mean? Like, we'll be watching a play, or I'll be watching a play, and talking to a teammate, and an opposing team or quarterback will make a throw, and a guy was in perfect position, and you just, it's just like can't be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a professional sport. They get paid too. You know what I mean? They got they have players that got drafted too. And I think that's what makes a sport great is just that competitiveness that, you know what I mean, you long for. Sure. Yeah, so I have a question for you. Um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, and I did ask this to our, our previous guest. Um, what's, like, the biggest um, the biggest difference? I mean, you come from a high program like Clemson, who's good every year, like year in, year out, like one of the best coaches in the, in the country. And then you go straight to – an elite team with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. So like, what would be your biggest difference? Like maybe personally, or just like biggest difference between the the college game and the, and the NFL game. Um, There's not too much of a difference in the sense of, um, the non-physical part, you know, I'm not non-physical, right. but like 
uh, coaching, um, locker room, um, that part of the game. You know what I mean? Because football is football at any level. You know what I mean? Um, There's obviously some head coaching um, different styles. Um, Coach Sweeney, uh, obviously – um, he he's a lot more lengthy with his speeches and coach read is very short and to the point. You know what I mean? So right. um, I'm glad that I got both of them to offset. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's a lot about them as individuals um, on that tip, but on, on the field, probably just a little bit faster. And like you had mentioned or how I mentioned earlier, the uh, just the quick short windows that plays are either made or not made that, right separates guys from great and average. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. And <laughs> I wanted, I had to ask about this because I thought it was the, I thought, it, I think it's the coolest thing, like the funniest thing. Uh, it, is it true that while you were, <laughs> while you were a student at Clemson University, you played, you were a member of the football team and you were also in a fraternity at the same time. <laughs> now, is that true? And if so, how awesome was that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so how is that even possible? And like, tell me about like your, your day to day. How do you, how are you in a fraternity and a D1 football player at the same time? Yeah, um, I pledge ATO, Alpha Tau Omega, um, Ada Pi Chapter, Clemson University. Um, I was in the row pledge class. And um, yeah, I was serious about it. Um, it's funny when I went to visit Clemson, um, like it was just something I like, I kind of wanted to do. I don't know. Um, when I went on my visit to Clemson, I had actually had a conversation with Sweeney about how he felt about fraternities and I had mentioned it was something I wanted to do because a lot of people don't know he was a pike at Alabama. And um, he don't really talk about that much. So I just asked him about it, his thoughts on it. And he was basically like, as long as you realize, you know what I mean? Uh, like football comes first, like, whoop, whoop. Um, like, I don't have a problem with it. I was like, I bet. <laughs> was it Was it hard to balance? Yeah, it was so hard. It was so hard. It you got, hard. I mean, you got schoolwork, you got football, you got yeah. Well, I got I got mandatory study hall. You know right. what I'm saying? I got I got five thirty workouts. I got mat right. drills. I got pledge driving. I got you know what I mean. Study hall for them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, five thirty workouts probably. I mean, you don't have to confirm or deny this, but I imagine uh, some of those were, were done without sleep. Still some booze in the system. I mean, that's college for you. I'll hey, tell you right, right now. Character, baby. Character. Your character. And those are the best. I, I had a little different. I, when I played D3 lacrosse at St. John Fisher, we had 6 a.m. practice. The all-nighters where you're just at practice. You're just like there. still, still drunk. Boom. Lights on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, – but, they were very accommodating. You know what I mean? There was obviously times that I couldn't do things um, for football, obviously, or because of football. And um, I'm just, for me, I was fortunate. I was able to, you know what I mean, put my work in because I didn't want to be, wanted to be one of those instances where, like, oh, like, he didn't have to do anything. Like, he didn't play. Like, whatever, whatever. Um, like, I didn't want, you know what I mean? I wanted to do it legit on both ends of it. And I would always get shit from it from my teammates, you know what I'm saying, on the team. Um, but at the end of the day, it was, it was all good. Like they came to the parties, had a good time. Um, I'm still super close with a lot of those guys in my fraternity. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. 
It was very fun, as you can imagine. Very Absolutely. Cool. Um, so as like a, as a pro athlete and as a former college athlete, what's like the biggest challenge for you personally, like on a, on a daily basis, like as an athlete, as, as a, like, cause people don't really realize that these athletes like you and other pro athletes are, are normal humans as well. Yeah. So like, they're just, they're just like me and Ricky, like Gerard, like whoever they're, everyone's all, we're all the, the same at the end of the day. So what, like, what's your biggest challenge, like balancing all, all that on, on like a, on your, in your daily life? Um, it would probably just be being a pro and what it takes to be a pro. When I say pro, I mean a professional. Right. You know what I mean, and that, that goes from, taking care of your body. So, you know, like, for example, we get out at five o'clock. So what am I doing at the, with those hours after five o'clock? I could go home and not do shit. You know what I mean? I could go home, yeah. put on Netflix and not do anything. You know what I mean? And, and scroll my phone. Cause let's be what we all do for hours on end at the end of the night. Anyways, you know what I mean? Right. So the difference is doing that or taking 30 minutes to stay and just get in the cold tub or hot tub, take care of, you know what I'm saying? Refresh your legs. You're going to be on your phone anyways. Why not get something like do something that's going to benefit your body, right? Your body is your business. You know what I'm saying? Health is wealth. And what I've learned is in getting older as well is like, as long as you're healthy, as long as you'll be able to play in this league, injuries kill careers. You know what I mean? Big, small and different. You know what I mean? And, if you're not on the field, then someone else is going to be on the field. You know what I mean? And keeping yourself in a position where you can limit those, controlling what you can control, you know what I mean? That's how you treat your body, what you put in your body, amount of sleep you get, you know what I mean? I think it's it's harder than people I think want to um, acknowledge to just have a consistent routine, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, you mentioned your body and, and- – being a professional athlete, look at, you know, guys like Russell Wilson, guys like LeBron James, guys like Tom Brady, putting like, they've been on record saying they put a million dollars into their body, what they eat, what they do. And look at Tom Brady, he's 44 years old. He's better than he's ever been, arguably. I mean, and and that's just a testament to the the grind. So, I mean, if you, if you put the work in the results will follow. So um, that's, that's pretty evident. So I, I definitely feel you on that. Um, I had a unique question for you. So, you know, obviously you were a baller in college. You know, I've seen you, you know, have pick sixes in college. I've been at a game when you had a sack on Deshaun Watson, that QB spy we talked about, played it to a T. And, and even in last year's Super Bowl, opening kickoff, absolutely smacked the living daylights out of somebody. <laughs> um, for you, man, like, what was your favorite play of your, like, football career? I mean, you could talk about high school, but I well, imagine it might, career, it might be something else. Football career—that's a—that's a crazy. Like, like, let's not do, let's not do high school. But like, how about at Clemson or, or the Chiefs? Like, what is like I, your I do, favorite I do, play? I do, I do, I'll do, I'll do two Clemson and two Chiefs. All right. Cool. <laughs> like, like you get up, you look at the crowd, you're like, I'm the man, dude. I'm, I just made a play. I'm killing it. Like. Um, pick six on Lamar was lit. Yeah, I remember that. Pick six on Lamar was lit. And at Clemson, you're saying? 
at Louisville. Yeah. Right. So it was in Louisville, but Clemson versus Louisville. Yeah. 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 That's elite. Um, Too many, huh? And and probably pick (laughs) six Virginia Tech. That boy, nice. At at Virginia Tech, back to back weeks. Was that back to back? (laughs) Yo, you were in your bag that I was in my bag. I was in my bag. (laughs) I was in my bag, bro. You couldn't tell me shit, bro. No, the girls probably hated you around that time. Bro, I, I, was, I was I was I was living right. Everything was coming together, bro. It was it was you were like you were you after the second pick six, you were you were like league me, league me right not, now. Bro, no, it was it was actually my junior uh my retro junior season, that off season. I just like got in my bag, just started going super hard, doing the extra, doing all the little stuff. And then that that uh that year, um so my retro senior year. The first game we opened up with Auburn, and I had like 14 tackles. And then the next game was Virginia Tech, and I had a pick six. And then the next game I picked uh, Lamar off. So it was those three games in a row. And then fucking Buzz, my name caught, you know what I'm saying? Right. The scouts and shit. And then from, because like my junior year, I was like, uh, you know, he's straight, you know what I'm saying? But then I, you know, what I'm saying, started getting my bag, and, and then. So would you say? Would you say so? You were a third round pick. So yeah. I mean, your senior year was was the reason you oh, went in the third 100%, round easily. One hundred easily, easily. If your senior year never happened, are you getting drafted? Maybe You've probably not. never been asked that before. Late. <laughs> uh, yeah. Late, right. Late. If, I mean, you'll you'll get all. on a team. But yeah, that senior year, but you just the, yeah, no, my because I had a good redshirt junior year, I had a solid. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and even before that, I was still making t- plays on special teams. You know what I'm saying. So my first few years, I wasn't playing defense, but I was still on special teams doing my thing. So yeah. I had that like kind of on the back burner, and then the last two years, I was really like, okay, here, you know, what I'm saying here's like I really do. So put all that together, and I get they got third round. I guess so I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Oh, you man. got one. You got one for the Chiefs. You can do one for the Chiefs. Okay, my one for the Chiefs. Um, probably um my rookie year. Um, my first like start really. Um, my teammate go down, and um. I was the next guy backer up by default. You know what I mean? Um, there was really no, um, like, my say to get in the in the game that game. But a guy went down and I was the next man up. And uh, freaking man coverage, uh, Joe Mixon ran a screen and just met him at the line of scrimmage and smacked him. And it was, like, the first – it was my first, like, welcome to the NFL play that I've made, right. that I made. That I, I just got up and was like, all right, like, I, I can play in the league, you know what I mean? It's just like because you you as an athlete, you question yourself when you make that level, like, am I good enough to be here? Can I play? You know what I'm saying? And those internal thoughts. But once you make a few plays and you get that 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 confidence, you're like, all right, like get the jitters out. Oh, 100. percent And then yeah, after, after that play, I just had a great rookie season. Um, following that because the momentum just kept rolling. For sure, man. That's that's awesome. 
Uh, this has been this has been amazing. You're yeah. you're a great interviewer. You should probably hop on some more podcasts because I should, right? <laughs> yo, I mean, yo, it's now looking you're, well, crazy, you're welcome here anytime. time. Beer looking nice. Beer looking nice. <laughs> you hit the barber recently? Did you hit the barber? Yo, well, you, you still go to Casey? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of ghosted me a little bit, but yeah, uh, we, we won't we won't talk about that. But that's all right. Hey, I got, I got one more real quick. You got one more? Yeah. All right. We talked about the uh, the Super Bowl. So, you guys go to back-to-back Super Bowls. I know, right? It, that's that's really hard to do. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. My rookie year AFC championship, my second year Super Bowl, my third year Super Bowl. Right. The year before that, college playoff football. National the year before championship. that, national championship. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But, like, it, people always – always ask like they just say like oh it's just a it's just another game whatever blah 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 is it really just another game though like because nah not when you're the kansas city chiefs <laughs> right facts now when you're the expectations chiefs. are high yeah expectations are very high and we hold them high ourselves we're a great team you know what i mean right. and i think we know that and we want to you know what i mean hold ourselves to that standard but that's cheating the game if you say it's just another game. You know what I mean? You have to treat every game like a nameless, faceless opponent and prepare for each game the same. You know what I mean? Because when you don't, you're cheating the process and you're cheating the grind, and that's just not how you do things. It's just, The right. atmosphere is, is in everything. It's just got to be – it's got to be crazy. I mean, you play in a crazy atmosphere every week with the Chiefs, but – I've been there firsthand, sat second row and against the Colts, and it was – Kansas City one, Stadium is lit. It's lit. Yeah. It was I lit. I love playing there, bro. It begins so loud. Like, Kansas City fans are great. So they like, do. How They're diehards. Compared to, like, the Super Bowl fans? Because a lot of a lot of people at the Super Bowl are, like, are kind of just, like, casual fans just going because – Right, right, right. I you will, got uh, money, too. I would I would compare Clemson fans to Kansas City fans to be honest. Very, I was going to ask you what's very what's, very loyal, travel right. well. Right. You know what I mean. You don't re- really ever hear something someone say anything negative about either fan base. Like for the most part, you know what right. I mean. Right. Both noble teams to be a fan of. You know what I mean. Um, and what's me, Clemson Stadium called? Uh, Death Valley. Death Valley, Valley, that's what I thought. All right, Death Valley or Arrowhead? You can only play one more place. Sold out crowd. You're playing your rival. Where would you rather play? <laughs> like primetime game. That It's absolutely sold out. Everyone's buzzing. Under the lights. Where are you, where are you playing? Damn, dude. <laughs> We're stomping you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I might say – Death Valley, bro. Wow. Okay, that's fine, bro. You're dying. I mean, you're. I mean, that, bro, that's one of the best you, you places. Know Clemson to play. has the most exciting twenty five second fo- twenty five seconds of college football. Running down the when you come down the thing. Yeah, yeah. Dog, yeah. That's just lit. That's it. leading you guys out there. Bro, that shit, Eighty thousand people. That shit gets loud. It is smaller. You know what I mean. So right. it gets louder. You feel me? Isn't it like actually like? Lower than like the actual ground, or yeah, or, yeah. yeah. So like, I'm used to down. be a, is a military school, so like a lot of the stuff on campus was at military base kind of structure and style. Cool, Dorian. 
Appreciate you, bro. Incredible interview. You need to hop on a million podcasts because you you're very articulate. Well, you're welcome on ours anytime. We'll get you back after you guys win the Super Bowl. You got a prize. Yes. Will you come back on after you win? Yes, for sure. Thank you guys so okay. much for having me. This is fun. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, I'll catch you uh, down in uh, Miami during the offseason. I mean, I, I will be there as well. So we'll finally get to meet in person. Run it, run it. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Peace, right. man. Wow. Incredible interview with my boy, Dorian O'Daniel. Dorian, appreciate you, man. But yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was great. So let's get into some week four action, man. Let's do it. You ready, huh? I am ready. Um, is there anyone, is there any podcast, is there any pick people, you know, analysts, these guys that think they're so smart, they know football. Is there anyone hotter than we are right now? No, we're, I mean, we're 16 and five through three weeks. And if people aren't following by <laughs> now, I don't know what you're doing. It's just like, literally, it's like someone is standing on a street corner, holding a bag of money saying, here, take this. And you're just like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm going nah, to keep going. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. But, hey, man, it's on you if, you if you're not listening, if you're not following. Nothing we can do for you. But we're going to get into it. Um, so we got a, we got a nice little slate here. Um, what's you, what, what are you looking at this week, huh? week four? Like, what's your marquee matchup here? I mean, obviously, Bucks patriots Is that what you're going to say? Um, I, I don't think, like, like football-wise, like right. uh, team-wise. Most intriguing. Of, right, because that's like um, – that's just like a good story wise, but I think Seahawks 49ers could be really good. And I think Cardinals Rams could be really good. Uh, Tennessee West. Yeah. So th- those games, I mean, that's clearly the best division in football. Um, those games are going to be sick and very meaningful. Like when it comes down to it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, there's, there's nothing really like that, that stands out. Um, the, the, some would some would say that's a must win game for Seattle. Can't go one and three at that division. Yeah, not in that division. It, it would be tough to to their games like last year or two years ago. They both played. They played twice, obviously, and those games were absolutely sick. So I'm expecting Unreal. that again. Uh, what about you? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the those two games as well. Obviously, um, I want to see. I mean, Big Ben was was atrocious he looks like he's 600 years old yeah. I'm, I'm i'm a little excited to see how he bounces back how the steelers bounce back in first time in, since uh, the super bowl that they're playing each other is it yeah i saw that i bet you i bet you he plays pretty well i mean i bet you it's I, a sick game it'll probably be a sick game. sick game right and then the bucks patriots i saw something today as far as vegas goes there is two percent of yeah. the money on the spread and like three percent on the money line on the Patriots for that game. Almost, you know what that means. The Patriots. <laughs> exactly. If you know anything about betting, that's exactly what it makes you think. When it comes to Tom Brady, I think you might have to take like betting logic out of the picture. You know, they they basically told him that they didn't really you know want him that much anymore. I mean, he chose to go to Tampa Bay, but at the end of the day. He was with that team for 20 years, won six Super Bowls. He's going back there this week for the first time. The tickets, I saw something. The tickets are the highest priced Patriots tickets for a non-Super Bowl game since like 2000. I think it was a 2000 playoff game. Um, the cheapest ticket in the stadium is like a thousand bucks for like a nosebleed. 
So nice. that's insane. Um, real quick, what are you expecting out of the Dolphins um, this week against the Colts? Um, well, it's kind of ironic that, like, Jacoby Brissett's, like, starting against his old team, I guess. Um, but I expect our defense to keep playing well because I, I right now the Colts' offense is kind of is kind of shaky. But I, I think it's a it's a must win for us, and it it's a must win for the Colts too. So I I think exactly I think it's going to be a good game. But it's going to be a battle, and we always yeah. play well against the Colts. Um, we won a couple years ago, and we were had our bad team. Yeah, uh, we beat them. So I'm expecting a good game again. I think we need to get some run game going, like. Just yeah. play some fundamental off offense. I mean, their offense isn't great. It'll be a close game. I'm really hoping we win because we need to be two and two. One and three is putrid, and it's not going to be easy conversations on the phone for Gerard and I. But anyways, <laughs> we're on to week four. We're on to the Colts. Let's get into some picks. We're as hot as liquid magma, and we will not, we will not be stopped. So I will give my first pick, uh, my teaser pleaser of the week. Uh, I've been – Super hot with teasers and Moneyline parlays, so I'm going to give you a couple more. We're going to go Chiefs never, ever losing three games in a row. Shout out, Dorian. Never. Um, so, so I'm going to go teaser pleaser Chiefs. You can get that at minus one. Um, and I'm going to teaser that with the Titans against the Jets. I mean, you could pretty much bet against the Jets every week. If the Titans lose to the Jets – that's not my fault. I don't know what else to tell you. But my teaser pleaser lock of the week is going to be Titans and Jets. Get those down. If you need to do six, six and a half, get those down to one each so you can get the victory there. But that's a lock. Hunt, what do you got? Um, just adding on to that because I have them in a teaser as well, but I, I added another team. I um, I added Falcons plus seven and a half um, to that teaser. So it will be three three-team teaser. Falcons plus seven and a half, Chiefs minus one, Titans minus a half. Um, like you said, Chiefs don't lose three in a row. Jets are god awful. And <laughs> the Falcons, yeah. I I feel like they they got a win last week. They're now they're going back home. And the Washington football team have been very like underwhelming, like defensively. So yeah. um, I don't know if that's gonna continue, but I do like the Falcons there. So Nice. I like that too, Hunt. It kind of looks like a draft. You look you look like Washington versus Atlanta. Yeah. You like the common better is gonna think, oh, Washington minus one. I'm gonna take Washington because Atlanta stinks. Right. But Atlanta playing at home, I mean they're playing pretty tough. You right. know, whatever. I like Off the tease. You get the touchdown plus there. That's nice. Yeah. So I like that. So you got those three teams in a teaser. I got my teaser pleaser. Um, and then I am gonna go with Chargers money line Monday night. Um, playing at home, SoFi Stadium, Monday Night Football. Raiders are riding high. They got to come down, crashing down. It might be a blowout. You could do minus three. I'm going to do money line because I just like the team to win. I don't like to play with points too much. So my pick is uh, Chargers to get a win at home Monday night. Nice. I like that. Um, yep. I also have a um, – I don't know. I was just looking at it, and it was like my Falcons pick last week. I'm going Vikings money line at home. Against nice. The nice. Um, the spread is a little weird, kind of like the trap you were talking about with the Falcons. Um, the Browns are, I mean, they're clearly the better team. And um, it's just, it's just weird how that's the, that's the spread. Even, 
even with Dalvin Cook, like not even uh, maybe not even playing. So I'm going uh, Vikings money line uh, at home against the Browns. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Um, I'll give you one. Or do you, want, do you want me to go with my Hunters Unders? Um, I'm going to do one more money line parlay and then okay. we can, uh, and then we can do that. I'm going to go money line, money line parlay. We're going to go, obviously the two teams I just mentioned chiefs money line. We're going to go with Titans money line. I think the Cowboys at home get another win. No Christian McCaffrey makes a big deal for me. I know the Panthers have, are playing pretty well, got a good defense, but no C-Mac makes a difference. Cowboys defense playing pretty well. So we're going to go, um, Chiefs, Titans, Cowboys, you'll get plus money there. And that's my money line parlay of the week. What's your Hunters under? Hunters under. You going Jets again, buddy? We're riding the Jets, oh! baby. We're riding the Jets under. We're riding the wow. Jets under against the Titans. I feel like the Titans are going to run the ball a lot because obviously Derrick Henry. Um, and I think they they look to get the, like their their play action going, which I think is going to help Julio Jones and AJ Brown if he plays like a lot. So I I think they're going to run it there, and the Jets are god awful. So there's a chance that they score less than ten points for four straight games in a row. So, um, yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm riding, I love it. riding the Jets under. Awesome. All right. Well, that was a fantastic episode. Amazing interview with Dorian O'Daniel. Shout out again. We got some more locks for you. We're going to be coming with locks every single week, all the way until the Super Bowl. Then we might take a vacation. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. But real quick, best podcast in the game. What do you got, Hunt? You don't bet. Yes. First of all. I mean, wow. I'm glad you caught me. See, because the viewers might have thought for a second, like, hey, this kid bets on sports. But I don't bet. I mean, it's hashtag Rick doesn't bet. So I will say if I was a betting man, wow, would my pockets be fat? You know, I'd be dishing out dough left and right, buying my girl something nice from the store and all those things. But, you know, life doesn't work like that. I don't bet. I work in the NFL. We're not allowed to. I also have one more thing from another guy that doesn't bet, but I heard he has something to say. Oh! Forgot to mention our newest segment. We're going to end with this segment very quick. It's going to be super brief. We want our producer, our, our, our dear friend Gerard, to be involved in the podcast. He does a lot of work behind the scenes. And so from here on out, we are going to have the producer pick of the week. So the producer pick, Gerard is going to pick one game, one team that he likes to win. That's it. There's no details. There's nothing included in it. No analysis, nothing. He's going to tell you who he likes to win every week from here on out. Gerard, what is your producer pick of the week? The Bucks. Nice. <laughs> there you have it. Gerard likes the Bucks to win in Foxborough for week four. That wraps it up for us. This is the Finside Scoop. Fantastic episode. Hunter, episode. Gerard, thanks, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We will be posting the, uh, the episode – and other snippets possibly of the episode with our interview with Dorian and uh, look forward to talking next time, Rick. We'll see you next time for week five guys. Pleasure. Until then, this is the Finside Scoop. Peace. Peace.